0: From PRI, Public Radio International, welcome to Harmonia. I'm Angela Mariani. On this week's program, we journey to the late Middle Ages for a smorgasbord of music from Italy. We're exploring the work of a composer for whom more music survives than any other composer working around 1400 in Europe. Join us for a sampling of the eclectic works of Johannes Ciconia. Our featured release is a 2018 recording from Montreal Baroque, Bach, Cantatas for Luther. heard the first movement of Bach's Cantata BWV 79, Gott der Herr ist Son und Schild, performed by Montreal Baroque. The life of our featured composer this week is a difficult one to piece together, because there were several men named Johannes Cicconia living at that time. Scholars today believe that he was born in Liège, a city in the French-speaking part of today's Belgium, around 1370. One of the first of a long line of composers from northern Europe who followed such a path, Chaconia worked most of his adult life in Italy, particularly in the service of the Papal Chapel and at Padua Cathedral. Some 45 compositions and two theoretical treatises survive by Chaconia. His music shows more stylistic variety than that of any other composer of his time, including both sacred music mass movements and motets, and secular music, Italian, French, and Latin songs, in the form fixe, or fixed forms, that gave structure to the poetry and music of his time. Let's begin with a Latin motet by Cicconia, composed in honor of Stefano Carrara, the administrator of the Paduan Sea from 1396. It celebrates either the dedication of an altar to St. Stephen in Padua Cathedral by Stefano in 1400, or his assumption of the role of bishop on April 10th, 1402. As you listen, notice the imitation between the two upper voices. Near the end of the motet, you may even hear the voices come together as the composer names himself, asking Stephen to deign to receive him, unworthy though he is. We heard the Orlando consort performing Chaconia's O Felix Templum Jubila from their 1999 recording The Saracen and the Dove. All the surviving mass movements attributed to Cicconia are glorias and credos, as is typical in contemporary sources, which present very few settings of the Kyrie, Sanctus, and Agnus. Let's listen to one of his glorias. You'll hear the repetition of the word pax, which means peace six times after the words "et intera, a very unusual occurrence in this repertory. This may relate to specific curbs on this inflammatory word by the Visconti in 1409 or even to the papal schism. That was a Gloria by Johannes Chaconia, sung by the ensemble Diabolus in Musica, from the 2011 Ricercar recording Johannes Chiconia Opera Omnia. We turn now to one of Chiconia's best-known compositions, in which the influence of the rhythmically complex French art subtilior style is clearly evident. A much-discussed aspect of the song is that some 20% of sous en directly quotes the music of Filipacto de Caserta, Ceconia's older Italian contemporary, who also composed French songs. Only the top part of the three-part piece is texted, a situation one frequently finds in secular music of that period. In fact, that's led to much controversy about whether or not the other two parts should be sung or played on an instrument. The performers here have chosen to have the upper, very florid parts sung and the lower ones played instrumentally. Sous-fontain is a virlet, a poetic form in which we hear the text with the same music at both the beginning and end of the song, giving us a different perspective on that text at the end of the piece. Just heard Ciconia's "Sous son as interpreted by the ensemble Mala Punica from their 1996 recording Virtu contra Furore. It's difficult for historians to precisely identify the dedicatee of Ciconia's O Petre Christi Discipule. The only thing that's certain is that he was called Peter. One of the most likely candidates is Chaconia's acquaintance, Pietro Filargo, who would go on to be crowned Pope Alexander V in 1409 and who would ultimately play a very important role in the resolution of the Great Schism. We heard a Contrafacta, O Petre Christi Discipule, performed by Diabolus in Musica, from their 2011 recording, Johannes Ciconia Opera Omnia. Our playlists, podcasts, and archived episodes are online at harmoniaearlymusic.org. You can follow our Facebook page and our updates on Twitter by searching for Harmonia Early Music. Harmonia is a program of early music that comes to you from the studios of WFIU at Indiana University. Partial support for Harmonia comes from Penco Incorporated of Bedford, Indiana. Partial support also comes from Early Music America, fostering the performance, scholarship, and community of early music on the web at earlymusicamerica.org. I'm Angela Mariani, and this is PRI, Public Radio International. back. This hour on Harmonia, we're exploring the works of 15th-century Italian composer Johannes Cicconia. It's still not clear whether Cicconia was ever ordained a priest or truly became a canon of Padua Cathedral, but he was certainly closely identified with Padua from 1401 until his death in 1412. Before that he may well have been first in Rome, and from there moved to Pavia, where he spent time at the court of Gian Galeazzo Visconti. Among several works that can be associated with the Visconti is the magical Una Pantera, which refers to the coat of arms and mythical founder of the province of Lucca. It was composed in May or June thirteen ninety nine for the visit of a Lucan noble to Pavia to secure an alliance with Gian Galeazzo. That was the ensemble Project Ars Nova in an all-vocal performance of Cicconia's Una Pantera from their 1992 New Albion CD. We've heard an enormous eclecticism in Cicconia's music, which brought together Italian and French influences. Some of Cicconia's music also clearly looks forward to the Renaissance, including his ballata O Rosabella, whose text is ascribed to Leonardo Giustiniani. just heard the Studio de musique directed by Thomas Binkley performing Ciconia's O Rosabella on their 1972 recording of Music of Johannes chiconia The ensemble project Ars Nova also recorded Ciconia's O Rosabella on their 1992 recording Homage to Johannes Ciconia, recorded 20 years after the recording we just heard by the Studio de Fruhenmusik. Because of the way the music of the Middle Ages was transcribed, the manuscripts are far more open to interpretation with regard to tempo, dynamics, number of performers, and even instrumentation than, say, the string quartets of Beethoven. Let's listen to another recording of O Rosabella, this one by the ensemble Project Ars Nova. Can you identify anywhere that this ensemble has made different choices? We heard Cicconia's O Rosa Bella, this time recorded by the Ensemble Project Ars Nova, from their 1992 recording, Homage to Johannes Chaconia." Our featured release this hour is a 2018 recording from Montreal Baroque, containing cantatas composed by Johann Sebastian Bach, in celebration of the day Martin Luther nailed his 95 theses to the door of All Saints Church. Lutherans around the world still celebrate this day, known as Reformation Day, every year on October 31st. This recording is the eighth in a series that will eventually boast recordings of all of Bach's sacred cantatas. We heard music by Johann Sebastian Bach, performed by Montreal Baroque, from the 2018 recording Bach, Cantatas for Luther. More music, stories, history, recordings, and other information about the world of early music can be found on our Harmonia Early Music podcasts, online at harmoniaearlymusic.org, and through iTunes. You're listening to Harmonia from PRI, Public Radio International. Harmonia is a production of WFIU and part of the educational mission of Indiana University. Additional resources come from the William and Gail Cook Music Library at the Indiana University Jacobs School of Music. We welcome your thoughts about any part of this program or about early music in general. You can leave a comment or question anytime by visiting harmoniaearlymusic.org and clicking on Contact. The writer for this edition of Harmonia was Wendy Gillespie. Thanks to our studio engineer, Michael Pashkash, and our staff, Wendy Gillespie and Luann Johnson. Additional technical support comes from KTTZ at Texas Tech University in Lubbock, Texas. Our producer is Elizabeth Clark. Our executive producer is John Bailey. And I'm Angela Mariani, inviting you to join us again for the next edition of Harmonia.